my goodness. Guess who is back in studio today? None other than Stacy Weimer. Woohoo! <laughs> you know what? I am uh I'm really excited to have you back on the podcast today. Um to talk more about love and dating and yeah, hey. Sex and oh my Woo. gosh. <laughs> no, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me back. Well, absolutely. I uh I'm super excited. You've you've launched kind of where where are you now? You started a podcast, Man Shopping. Man Shopping so with Stacy. How's it going? You just launched. So, I think we had I had you on before you launched. Yes. You're now launched. What's what's up? What's going on? 2 weeks in and uh, my stats are just completely exceeding my expectations. I put a lot of work and strategy and time um, and educating myself and preparing for launch. So it's been like the most gratifying thing ever to see that it's doing well. And um, and I have real listeners out there, hey. you know, so it's very fun. I am just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. Yeah, well, I'm excited and I'm I'm inspired by all the the marketing and the social media that you do and and all the parties you've been having. <laughs> That's and, the fun part, yeah. right? It's fun. Well, and I think there's a, a an audience out there. I mean, there's a lot of us out there, right? I mean, for me as a guy that's single and in my, I don't like to say middle age. I'm a third away there. I'm going to live to 150. There, I know you think uh, this. I know. I know you're, <laughs> I love that. Um, but I, I think that uh, it's something that that all of us need to hear, you know, mm -hmm. from, from the opposite sex and and what their perspective is. And Likewise, so, I love listening to yours, you know, to you, and especially when you have friends on and listening to guys our talk. And, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> First of all, it's entertaining. Yeah. And I hope my show is too. And then secondly, you know, even though my show is called Man Shopping and I do get like a lot of questions, like I thought it would be man bashing, you know, I'm like, absolutely oh, Lord, not. No. That is not me at all. But we can all learn from, you know, different perspectives of the different sex and different ages and different ways of life. And I just, you know, I love it when people are open minded and give different shows a chance. Yep. So, well, that's one mm -hmm. thing I like about your uh, podcast is you're not man bashing at all. Just nope. like I love women, you love men. That's right. And uh, I think there's a lot of great people out there. And it's just a matter of, of helping, uh, helping all of us navigate the, the waters, you know, I mean, getting divorced is, is really challenging and then mm -hmm. getting back out in the dating world. Scary as hell. It's fucking crazy, <laughs> man. I mean, it's gosh. exciting and fun too. Depends on how you look at yeah. it. <laughs> well, that's the thing I, you, you asked me off air about, had I heard about the statistic, you know, Kansas city is a tough city to be single in. Right. And, I wondered if it was, I, it was, it was valid. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. heard that. And of course my experience is not in that i mean i'm having fun i'm getting dates yep. and you know i'm having a great time i know lots of great single people i didn't know that many single people a few weeks ago but guess what because yeah. of all of this and you know yeah i'm meeting lots of great people that's awesome and of course kansas city is a fucking awesome city I to live in love kansas city <laughs> nobody and has anything bad to say on that on no that front, so, and we're yeah. recording live from the country club plaza yeah uh, all right let's let's get into it i yes. know i know that i have a lot of people that uh listens listens to the podcast that said man i really liked the the episode with stacy and Aww. and uh, i said yeah i'm gonna have her back on and we're gonna get into some nitty-gritty because i think on that particular day you had some other things going on and so we we nailed out a good podcast but it was a little shorter i think than either of us we could have go right. kept going i and agree so, i agree it was a little rushed part two mm -hmm. part two part two uh mm -hmm. so ghosting oh one of the things that and, I, and i'll let me preface that by saying I think people ghost out of fear of neglecting or turning someone down or rejecting someone. So They're they avoiding like, the avoiding, confrontation. Right. Yeah. It's like it's just easier to just ghost. Right. What's your thoughts on ghosting? 
I hate ghosting and ghosting is never okay. There's always a human being behind the texting and no one deserves to be ghosted. So when it, so let me, Mm -hmm. let me ask you this, Mm because this is where the debate is Mm -hmm. to me. Ghosting is if we're just chit chatting a little bit Mm -hmm. online through a dating app. Sure. And I'm not feeling it. Right. Like, it just it fizzles. Goes away. I don't Fizzling consider that. is different than ghosting. Okay. <laughs> this is there. That's what it's I want to because I yeah. had someone say, "Well, that's ghosting." I'm like, no, no that's not ghosting. No. Now, if we've met yes. and gone to coffee or out on a date, yes. and we're continuing this chat, at that point, I think I owe you at mm-hmm. least a, "Hey, I'm not feeling it," but I'm uncertain. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I almost come to the first date if we we meet for coffee. And I wasn't feeling it or they're not feeling it. Right. It can just go away. It can. You can now, have a I, polite ending I'm, of the date and move on. So that's on. not ghosting too. That's no, a fizzle again. No, because I think someone, you know, I, I think, so that's interesting question. Okay. <laughs> so at the end of a first date, if you had a pleasant time, but you know, you're not going to pursue any right. longer. No, I think you're right. You don't. You don't owe the person a second date, yeah. you know, so I think you can just let it go. Now, That's you, not ghosting. Let's put it this way. What do you do? If you go so, to coffee with someone uh-huh. and you're just like, yeah, I'm just not feeling an attraction. What do you do? So this is what I've learned to do. If the man texts me and says, that was really fun. Let's do that again sometime. Uh, or um, I would love to take you to this restaurant next week. Something like that. Pretty, I'd like to pretty, take you to Cabo. Pretty specific, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. Then you're like, you know what? I wasn't feeling right. it, but based on that. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, so normally what I've learned to do is um, I say, thank you. I had a nice time. And I don't say, sounds good. Yeah, I would love to see you again. If I like nice. them, I absolutely say, I had so much fun too. I would love to see you again. I would yeah. love to check that restaurant out with you. I, I'm very clear that I'm excited and that I'm in. But if it's thrown out there and I'm not excited or don't want to go out again, I, I guess it's kind of avoidance, but I just say, Thank you. It was nice to meet you. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to be real clear. Doesn't always work, honestly. Hopefully, being they pick polite, up what you're putting down. Hopefully, and being polite gets me. And I mean, it does make things hard sometimes. But I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, you don't. Mm-hmm. You're like me. I'm. I'm a little bit of a. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't want to let anybody down. Um. So I get it. I get that. It, it it can be tough, especially when you have a certain personality type that can lend, you know, bend that way where where some people don't care. And they're like, fuck you. I don't want to ever see you again. (laughs) Right. 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 (laughs) It's like, ah, I'm a little softer than that. Yes. Okay. So with that, that brings Mm -hmm. up another thought that I hadn't even considered until now, but it Mm -hmm. is an issue that I face personally, but it's also something that in my date coaching, it comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. The rules around fucking texting. Uh It's, it's, just the right amount, not too much. Do I say good morning? Do I say good night? Do I not say good night? Do I not, you know, I, for me personally, I, and I know this about myself. Mm-hmm. If I like somebody, mm-hmm. I'm eager to yes. communicate with them. Me too. And, but I just watched a, a, a video the other day from some guy that's a self-proclaimed date coach of course but he said expert yeah he expert said expert dater uh men that show themselves to be very interested become less attractive and i'm like okay so what 
the fuck are you sp-? which now I, I can say this the women that i have gone out with that i've not maybe been as interested in clear i'm not as interested so i'm not as eager to text right. i'm not as eager to you know send them flowers i'm mm-hmm. not as e- like i'm not as eager to do any of that stuff mm-hmm. and yeah it seems like they're the ones that end up falling for me of course and then the ones that i'm into mm-hmm. that i do buy the flowers for mm-hmm. that i do texts a good morning yep are the and so I'm like, okay, <sighs> I guess I'm just going to act like I'm not interested in anybody. No, don't do that. And then I'll be attractive? What no. the fuck? So I do think there's that element of a chase or excitement that men and women both feel because women are taught to do the, to, to wait. Women are taught that the man has to be the initiator. The man has to be the one to text you. Um, you know, you can't text twice. That's, that's a rule for a woman. <laughs> so if I texted you and said, hey, Timmy, good morning. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I don't hear back. It's against the rules to say, hey, I'm going to go to happy hour at six. Do you want to join me? That's a no-no. Like, I have to wait for you to acknowledge that you got my text in the morning, that you want to, you want yeah. to text with me. And then I can say, you want to meet for happy hour so later. So thumbs up it or heart it, is that good enough? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. I would take that. I, as a, that as I would a take that as a response. So I think the rules are bullshit and the way that I operate. And I mean, I don't have a boyfriend, so maybe I'm not the best person to listen to, but I'm direct. And I just, if I'm into someone, I want them to know right. that I'm into them. And guess what? If they don't reciprocate or that scares them off, they're not my guy. Yeah. That's how I look at things. So All my girlfriends say the same thing to me. Yeah. Timmy, fuck you that. be you. Yes. And the right woman will love it. Yes. And, and when the, when the timing is right, when you're both in the right place, because honestly, that's what I would blame your, your experiences on with, if you really like somebody and you are really open with that and then they don't reciprocate, it may not be you. It may also be, they just weren't that into me. Right. Or they may not be that into you, or they may convince themselves that, you know, you're too good to be true. You're trying too hard. There's something weird that I should, you know, put up a wall and be, you know, be guarded against you because that you, you can't really be that way. You probably send flowers to all the girls. You probably, you know, and I think that there is a certain percentage of women who, um, maybe have had some bad experiences, you know, with players. And they think that you're in that category of, if you're showing me too much attention, Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back off. That freaks me out, you know, but, I think if you're that's on them, then that's on them. That's not on you. And you can't control that. So what I think is I'll give you one example. I was really into this guy and, um, we spent our first night together. Right. And I was, tell me more about that. (laughs) (laughs) He was one of the two that was really good. And I was over the moon excited. I thought that I was onto something. I thought, for the first time, I was like, man, I might have found myself boyfriend material. What? Like, I've never even said oh. those words. And I was driving home and he doesn't live in Kansas City. And I was I was driving a little bit of a distance and I was telling my girlfriends all about my night because we do that. We share a lot, you yeah. know, and then um, I was contemplating this scenario in my head. Do I text him? Do I wait? And I decided I, I wait, you know, he should tell me that he had a good time too. And he did. So he texted me and he said, you know, that was awesome. Like what a fun, what a fun night we had together. And and I texted right back. I don't fuck around on the timing either. I don't wait four hours. You know, they say, you know, most of us see a text message within, you know, two minutes or whatever. And we all know when people are playing games behind their phones and, and all of that. So I message right back. Oh my God, me too. And I just let her rip because I have a hard time not doing that. Similar to you. So I told him, 
Me too. That was fucking awesome. I really, you know, we're on the same page here. Yeah. And he did something that I loved. He called me. Oh. He called me like within the same car drive, you know, and I thought, wow, he really is into me. Yeah. That's cool. You know, yeah. so it didn't turn me off. Yeah. You know, I would have been turned off if I had, you know, had waited until that evening to hear back from him or the next day, because right. then I'd be anxious and worried and especially after sex, you sure. know. Um, so I'm just a big believer. That was a long story to say. I'm a big believer in very direct communication. I don't know if it's the right way to be, but it's how I am. Yeah. And to your point, um, the right people, you know, will appreciate it and it'll connect with my person. Sure. Whoever my person is, you know? That, yeah. That, I, I'm the same way. If, if I'm available when I'm, when someone texts me, mm -hmm. if, I, if I'm available, I'll text right back. Sure. Uh, especially if I'm interested. Yep. Um, and only time I wouldn't text back immediately is if I'm legitimately Busy. Not, not available. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. Uh, but I like to try to at least return the text where if they, you know, say, Hey, I really had a good time and I'm me too. Mm -hmm. It was great. I hope we can do it again. You know, right. And it, right off the bat, like, I, and I think I do it because I, I would like that in return. Precisely. Like if you're into me, I was hoping I you would say know that. It uh -huh. Just be just as like, just as I will let you know if I'm into you. That's fair. I'm just not into games. I'm me just neither. not, like you said, I'm, I need to wait 15 minutes for, it. that's fucking bullshit. Right. And you know, to your point too, if I'm busy, which I am, you know, and it takes me a long time to get back. I'm the first one to say, Hey, sorry. I saw your message earlier. I was doing this. Me too. Blah, blah, blah. Answer the question, whatever it is. I, I want them to know because let's be, I mean, like that's polite. That's yeah. like how I would treat my friends. Why yes. would I treat a, a person that I'm into that I'm starting to date in, in a different manner? Yeah. That's not, it's, I don't know. hundred percent. There's been times I've, I've, uh, I, cause I ride a motorcycle mm -hmm. and I've been ready to go on a motorcycle ride. And if I've been texting with someone that I'm interested in, I'll say, Hey, just FYI, I'm getting ready to go on a motorcycle ride. I won't be able to reply for about four hours. Just so you know, I'll be thinking about you, but I can't reply. And I'm doing that, that, you know, some women might be like, oh, that's so sweet. That, but that's just me being real and authentic. It's yep. genuine. I don't want them to be texting me wondering why isn't he responding? I, I'm letting you know ahead of time. I'm going to be unavailable. That's the only reason I'm not replying. To and, me, that's uh, kind. That's right. being a good person. Yeah. And if someone is turned off by that, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's probably that not your is, woman. Like, yeah. you know, you, you need someone emotionally intelligent, sensitive, confident, who's, you know, yeah. available, available. Right. Yeah. Cause that's yeah, the yeah. thing is I think mm -hmm. the, the struggle again, some of the stuff on online and everybody's, you know, has their own spin and own mm -hmm. thoughts and that's fine. I do. I have my own spin. Sure. You have your own spin, but I, but I've seen that more and more these guys giving dating advice and it's, I feel like it's just, it's all these games. Yep. And I'm like, I don't understand how the games are going to help. Cause I feel like they're disingenuine. It's I not, agree. It's, it's just not genuine. I am not trying to be kind. Mm -hmm. I, just I am, am a kind right. person. Yes. I was raised in a family that was very kind. And so mm -hmm. I don't really know how be any other way right so I'm and why do should things. you right there's, you know? there's no agenda right i'm not doing i didn't bring you flowers so i could sleep with you that's not it at all i brought you flowers because that's what i thought was you'd want nice. yeah <laughs> you would think that'd be appreciated right right no i i think we're on the same page yeah. here i think we're on the same page well i I'm, I'm glad to clear up some of the the texting stuff if nothing else for just me 
Right. Uh, me too. Yeah, but, no, I like to hear but it also too. understanding that. And I think you're right. I think that as long as you just are being you, mm-hmm. like you said, the right person will come along and they'll, you don't need to worry about playing any kind of games. Agreed. Just be genuine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's, you talked about good sex. Yeah. <laughs> Briefly. Uh, one of the, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what necessitates, and we can each answer this, but I want mm-hmm. you to answer first. In your mind, or in you and your girlfriends and your yeah. world's mind, what mm-hmm. necessitate? What is good sex? Well, I think before we get to the sex, <laughs> we, the kissing has to be good. Yeah. You know, so I, I mean, there's a whole series of events that typically take place before the sex, and you know, I think for most women, if the kissing is off. You know, you may still have sex with the person, but it's probably a pretty good indicator that you're not jiving that well. Right. Um, well, okay, wait. You did. Mm-hmm. You just did this. This is great. So let's let's back it up. Uh huh. You're going out. You've had a few dates. Whatever. Whatever mm-hmm. the rule is, that everybody has in their no own rules. Head. Okay. So you <laughs> get what leads up to the sex because here's something I've I've had women tell me. Mm-hmm. They just went to the sex so quick, not physically, but like in conversation. In- Cause I've had dates where I could feel the sexual tension mm-hmm. over coffee and I'm right. like, Oh Ooh, my God, like, onto this, something. like I can mm-hmm. feel something here. Mm-hmm. And, and especially some women are different than others, right? I've had somewhere that it was like, I felt like I was having coffee with one of my buddies. There was like huh? no chemistry sexually. I have a lot of business meetings uh, I, yeah. where I feel like things are very professional. It's just whatever. <laughs> yeah. But what leads to. Because I've had girls flirt and they'll say certain things. I'm like, okay, now what she just said could be taken so many ways. Is and she I'm like, trying? Do I acknowledge I this? Ew. Do I say, mm-hmm. like, I, for example, I, I sent someone a picture of a gift that was in this big thing. I said, mm-hmm. I, I got you something. Mm-hmm. And I said, I bet you can't guess what it is. And she mm-hmm. goes, well, I don't know if I should guess what came to my mind, what it was. Oh. Does it require battery? Whatever. Oh, All of a sudden, she, she initiated. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was not that. It was you something. You weren't going no, there, no. but she's wanting no, to. No, we hadn't even yeah. been intimate. So it okay. was nothing like that. So she kind of opened the door. Right. To some like. Yeah. Some sexy talk so in your text messages. I guess rewind. Yeah. What leads to good sex? How does it, how did you know this is the night for sex? Like <sighs> what led up to. Yeah. So, I mean, my head takes me into many different scenarios, uh, like between myself and my girlfriends. Um, I think part of it is where you're at on your journey, right? I have, I, I will say for myself, um, have chosen to go out with guys knowing full well that I don't, they're not my guy. I'm not going to end up boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't want to marry this person. I don't want to partner up with them someday, but I sure would like to have sex with them. You know, I <laughs> really, so you know, <laughs> I really could use that right now. And, uh, he's hot and we have chemistry. And so that's what, that's what I am after right now. So it's almost predetermined, yeah. you know, that I, that is my objective so just like men do, do that him that's uh, this is good for so me so i'm not very good at that so i'm good at the flirting when i'm into somebody and, you're like i and show all up with that. no pants on but I, this is what's happened to me a couple of times right <laughs> no but i mean what are you I saying think, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i think i think that 
you know, I mean, I mean, to show someone that I that I want to be aggressive or whatever is like the touching while you're sitting at dinner or having drinks, like leaning over and like touching the leg. It's the same thing men do, okay. you know, flirting, so you're um, signaling, that- signaling that, you know, ki- like a kiss, like a quick kiss. I've done that out in public, you know, um, coming or leaving the table or something like that to show them like I'm into I'm you, int- yeah. you know, aside from just the flirting. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, what what leads up to the initial Oh, so so I said sometimes it's predetermined that I just know that this is the guy that I'm really want to have sex with. Yeah. And then sometimes I think it's, you know, it can kind of come as a surprise, you know, that maybe you're more attracted while you're on the date than expected. Yeah. Um and it's definitely not planned. And then sometimes I've gotten inside my own head and been like, "Ooh, I really like this guy and I think it could be a relationship." And then I mind fuck myself and think, I don't want to give it up too soon because I, I you know what I mean? I like him and I want him, I want him to know I like him. And so it's going to be special, you know? And then I'm like, I don't know what works, but (laughs) that's kind of stupid, you know? Cause I've never really approached things that way. I'm very much so like a live in the moment kind of girl. Um, so I don't, I don't know the right answer, but I've, I, those are all scenarios I have right. been a part of. So the, <laughs> like, the, the, the touching, the kissing, yeah. because you know, I think women, again, this is what I hear in my date coaching. A lot of women say, man, you know, why do guys go for sex so quick? Like why I haven't even gone on a date with them and they're wanting to come over. They were inviting me over. It's like guys are so aggressive sexually. And on one hand, you know, I'm a guy. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, I'm this, what you just said resonated with me. There are times that I'll go out with someone and I'm kind of, kind of liking that, you know, I can feel that I'm like, I, I think this could be more than just a, like a one night wham, bam. Mm-hmm. So I'm less sexually aggressive. Mm-hmm. If I know this is just a hookup. Yeah. I'm, I'm way more on, you know? Right. So it's a, it's a weird thing, but then if I am into someone mm-hmm. and they want to connect, then why wouldn't well, I'm you? A guy. Like, why? I don't care. It's our first date. Why can't care. we have sex? I don't care if you're a guy or or a girl. I mean, um, I had sex very quickly with my ex husband. We yeah. got married. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's no rules, um, and I don't think it's male and female specific either. It takes two to tango, yep. you know. But something that you said right there struck a chord with me: the idea that. I am incredibly turned off and this just happened to me recently and I was sadly disappointed in this man. He basically solicited me for sex without meeting in person. I mean, we have mutual friends. We know people in common. We were texting innocently and then out of fucking nowhere, he's like, hey, I I don't work today. I'm at home. This is what's going on. And I kind of toyed with him a little bit because it was kind of amusing. I had no idea, though, and I am kind of naive to my own demise, but um, he took it there. He was like, it would be amazing if you would come over and do this, this and this. And I was like, are you high? Like, what the fuck? Like that? What would make you think? that I would want to do that. No, you know, so uh, these are the thoughts in my head. And my response was, I don't even know you. I have never even seen your face in person. Yeah. And then he came back with this lame ass. I know he meant it as a compliment. I did not take it as a compliment. He said something to the effect of, but for some reason, that's how he prefaced it. For some reason, I find you 
like attractive and alluring like like other people probably don't but for some reason <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna try to give you pay you this compliment you know and i'm like i just didn't text back i'm like i was so turned off by that but what i hear from younger women meaning in their 20s especially uh, my own stepsister and another another uh, a friend's daughter said that they get that shit a lot. They meet a man online, a guy, whatever, young yeah. man, and they text and they text and, you know, they talk about going out and whatever. And then out of nowhere, it's like, hey, girl, hey, what are you doing? You know, and they said that's what they get like 99% of the time. And that's not what they're looking for, yeah. you know, and that's disappointing. But as a 43-year-old, I had not experienced that. Hey, girl, you want to come over? Hey, yeah. Hey. And I was like, a booty fuck call. you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a, to me, a booty call is like someone you've slept with before, Already, yeah. you know, and this is like out of fucking thin air. I'm like, no, that is not okay. Yeah. Fuck you. Get on your, get get in your contact list and find a girl that you know will come right. over because I am not a sure thing. And you there's, know? No, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> To me, the best sex, at least in my experience, mm -hmm. is someone that I'm not just attracted to physically, but there's some chemistry yes. and I kind of like like the person. Right. <laughs> where where we can have sex, cuddle, even fall asleep, wake up the next day and like feel I feel good want about to, it. Yes. Yeah, you want to be around one yes, another. Not as soon as you're done, uh -huh. you're like, can you go? Can you get right. dressed? Can you get out here? Yeah. Can you leave? I don't Bye. really <laughs> love your company. I just like your body. Yeah. No, I agree. So I mean, if I'll get a little specific for your male listeners on like think like when I think about the men that I have had good sex with in the yeah. past two years, a couple of the things that they did, first of all, they were amazing kissers. And the, that is something that happens between two people. I don't think like, Oh, it's a skill I possess or it's a skill you possess, right. but together the kissing is really yes. good. Right. Yes. Um, and there is a nice progression of leading up, to the sex, you know, um, with both of these guys that are in my head right now, I was the one like, okay, let's go, you know, and they were both, I rem well, one of them was like, Hey, like slow down. And I'm like, really? Okay. Oh, you know, I mean, that's supposed to be what the Stacy calm uh -huh. down. Right. Like I'm not like, he was like, I could do this all night. And I'm like, well, I just really want, I'm ready for sex now. Cause you're yeah. good at this. You know, one of the things that one of them, well, both of them, one of them was really good at maintaining eye contact ah. that I find really sexy if the guy is i like faces i like pretty faces you have a pretty face i oh, like pretty faces thanks. and this guy has a very pretty face yeah. and he did a we had a connection to your point yeah. right we liked each other and we liked each other yeah. so looking in his face i found incredibly attractive it was a big turn on yeah um the confidence that men and women both like in the bedroom yeah definitely plays into it um I have found, and I hate to be, um, I never mean to be judgmental in my, I'll just speak from experience. The two men that I enjoyed sex with had both been married for a long time before. And I think there's something to being with, if you're married or just have dated someone for a lot of years, yeah. you learn some shit yeah. in general yeah. about what the other sex likes, right. you know? And so I felt like in both of these instances, these guys knew, you know, kind of right. knew what they were doing. I was married 25 years. <laughs> there you now. go. So, you should you know, have some skills. So, so from, from a man's perspective, so all the women out there, mm -hmm. Same. So for mm -hmm. me, kissing, mm -hmm. but a lot of it is the, the foreplay, the teasing, and there's something right. I like personally, I like, 
and I, I would assume that most guys like this. I like when a woman touches me. Sure. Like I yeah. like to be yeah. touched. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, that's one of my physical love languages. I words think of affirmation, that's physical pretty, touch. yeah, common though too. And, and yeah. when I say touch, not just my leg, my, right. like to touch me. Right, there. right, right, right. Uh-huh. But because I've had sexual experiences before where she never, never goes there, never put it in her hand. I'm like, yeah. Huh. In your hand. <laughs> That's what I need. Yeah. <laughs> no, it. I get it. <laughs> I don't know what uh-huh. it is and why that is, but I, I have, I've, I've learned this about myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Over the last two years that I've been divorced, it's, if it can be intimidating me. for a woman. I mean, interesting. I think so. Um, I not time, all so, women. So let but, me just say the funny story. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, this girl was touching my leg. Uh huh. And I could Did tell. You move her hand? Well, here's a funny. I could tell what she wanted to do, right. but she wasn't. Uh-huh. And so I just looked at her and I go, "You can touch." I said, "I said, I just looked at her. I said, I go, you can touch it." And she goes, "Oh, good. I really wanted to." And she did, but like, but I was I laughing. Really I'm like, "What the fuck? You permit on my thigh?" Yeah, touch but it. you know what? Sometimes to that point, I wait until the guy touches me. Oh, okay. I because I don't know. Again, I think I maybe I'm a little old school in some ways, but. I'm not going to take it there right. until, you know what I mean? So if he does that, then I'm like, okay, now we're okay. both, we're all, you know, <laughs> and then rolling. that's fun. Right. But, um, I'm also fairly, uh, you know, I'm fairly passive. I mean, I just said like, sometimes women are intimidated by that. Yeah. I have girlfriends that are like, oh my God, that's the first thing I do. I want to feel it. I want to know what it, yeah. How big it is all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so penises so size oh uh, what is that's the big debate right, right. guys think that Does size it matter? matters right it, to guys they we think it does it can it, uh, i'll give you some examples like big enough though right is, is it right giant isn't good agreed so that's what i was gonna say and i'm i'm definitely gonna talk in generalities because i don't want to like give anything away too much too personal but um no i do i do have a friend that really liked this guy and had sex with him and she said it was really painful like it was too much she didn't know it really caused her some angst because she didn't know if she could you know like continue that on because it wasn't even pleasurable you know Um, and then, you know, likewise, I have experienced what would be referred to as a, like a micro penis once or twice. And I, you know, I mean, I still had fun and whatever, but I was like, wow, they, they exist. I didn't know, you know? Um, and in both cases I was like, man, God knew what he was doing because this is guy has everything and he just couldn't give him like, yeah. the, like yeah, an average penis because then he would be like too perfect, you yeah. know, I'm joking. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't know that it matters just kind of like, you know, boobs, big boobs, small boobs, big butt, little butt. We've right. got what we've got, you yeah. know, so do your best with what you've got to and work with. I mean, right. There are so many different, of course, penises out there. Right? There's so many. And same for guys. Like, all vaginas are not created equal. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> and, you know, the, maybe this is TMI. I don't even know if I should say this. But one of the like I want to talk about turnoffs because uh-huh. we're talking about good sex. Sure. Right. So. Part of what I was saying is good sex, the kissing, the Mm -hmm. foreplay, the touching. For me as a man, what I find very attractive or sexy and a big turn on is Mm -hmm. confidence. When a woman has confidence. Now, that doesn't have any relation to how how she is built, but how she perceives herself. In other words, 
if no matter how she's built, if, huh. if she's older and things aren't where they used to be and all don't like have yeah. confidence, men love confidence. Women get really hung up on the details of their body and fixated on, oh, you know, my nipples used to be up here and now they're down here. Whereas guys just see boobs, you yeah. know, or whatever. Exactly. So I try to remind myself of that a lot. And I have a lot of male friends that I've talked to about the subject. And I, I, I've, I get sad when I hear women beating themselves up over it because I agree with you. Confidence is sexy. Yeah. I was at one of my launch parties and there was a, a, 37 year old guy, single bachelor there. And he said that out loud. He's like, women get, you know, so hung up on themselves where, you know, men just appreciate the beauty of a woman. And if she would just be confident, like things would go so much better for her. Like don't yeah, overanalyze. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I like to think that sometimes that confidence comes with age. Yeah. I feel that way about myself. I don't get, I, I can't compare myself to my 21 year old body, but what I can do is try to look good in my 43 year old body and feel strong and confident and healthy yeah. and not, you know, get hung up on little things or yeah. whatever, just own it. There is something about confidence. One of the, one of the many great experiences that I've had sexually, uh, over the last two years was, uh, a woman that she probably, I would say in the last two years, she was the most confident mm -hmm. and it wasn't coming from like, she used to be a porn star. Right. She was a prostitute. Yeah. She just, and her body wasn't perfect at all, mm -hmm. but it was nice. Sure. And, but her confidence, it, it, it was off the charts. It goes a long way. Doesn't and it, it? it aroused me so much mm -hmm. her confidence. Uh, yeah. That I couldn't wait to see her again. I mean, you know, I, I love to hear that because it's something that I have worked on, you know, throughout the course of my life. I used to do something when I was younger and I think I've caught myself even at older ages, um, like giggling through sex and it's like a nervous, you know, and then like no guy wants to be fucking laughed at during sex, yeah. but I've apologized to men before, you know, especially if I'm a little tipsy. No, I'm, I'm having fun. It's, I'm, you know, just enjoying yeah. this. Not just as soon as they drop but their pants, you start it's laughing. really because I'm nervous. Right. right? right. And so, um, to your point, like it's something that I'm cognizant of and I like feel great at 43 years old. And, you know, as we do get older and have more experiences and all of that too, I mean, that's awesome and that's empowering. And so you can carry that through in your, you know, in your sexuality and that side of you too, and feel better about it. I, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know from your experience, how many women I have heard, and I don't want to be bias because I am older, but I've, I've heard that of men who have dated younger women. They're like, they just lie there or, you know what I mean? Like yep. they're not as involved. They're not as into it. They don't know what they like, you know, they don't yeah. know how to express what they like or, or whatever. So I think, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like everything else. So, you know, wisdom comes with experience yep. and time, um, but not for everyone. Absolutely. Confidence, the confidence that, that in a woman, I think what maybe, and, and I'm putting words in a, mm -hmm. a woman's mouth now that's listening, but I think for a woman, she might think that if I act too, too aggressive, or if I act like I'm a woman of the world, right. like, that he won't like the fact that I'm, I'm 
I know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's that. I don't know if that is what women think. I but think that it's there's not. a decent amount. Like we want to, if we want to bash on some dating coaches out there, it's like that whole. You need to have feminine energy. If you have too much masculine energy, you know, people or men, you'll get perceived as right. right, right. Yeah, in, in a way that you don't want to be, or that will turn sure. off a man or something. Sure. Yeah, I mean, here's a, kind here's of a, bullshit. I you think know? specifics because I, I also want to find out from you what mm -hmm. what are turnoffs like if you ever gone out with a guy and you're like i'm gonna have sex with this guy and then somehow something happened and you, all of a sudden yeah. you're like i don't want to have sex mind. with him mm -hmm. or to have sex with him and go that was a turnoff i don't want to do it again so i'm gonna ask you that but mm -hmm. so for the women listening when i say confidence so again only from my experiences one is there was there was this one woman that i went out with and then we ended up having sex she undressed herself. That's I have always heard that is a big turn in front on. of me. Uh -huh. Undressed herself, mm -hmm. turned around. She had the cutest underwear. Oh my god! Yeah, that matters Just too. Think about I it right think. now. Yeah. Oh my uh -huh. god! But she turned around with her butt towards me, which is mm -hmm. my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. And she wiggled her hips back and forth while she put her underwear down. She knew what she was and, doing, and she drew mm -hmm. all the way down to her ankles. So she was bending over in front of my freaking <laughs> face. And I'm just going to tell you right now, women that are listening, I'm telling you that I know that takes a lot of courage to do it that, does. Uh -huh. but oh my mm -hmm. gosh, that lit, I was so excited. I was so excited. Yeah. I'm not going to go into detail, but I mean, it was so arousing. I've got a visual. I think you went into good detail. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I jumped all mm -hmm. over her because that's seductive. She was just alluring you know, Yeah, in. that's seductive. That's great. It, yeah, very seductive. Uh -huh. She had confidence in herself. Yeah. And she was, she's my age. She was right. in her 50s. That's awesome. The other thing is she was dressed sexy, mm. which was nice. Yes. But she was dressed sexy underneath. So apparently she knew what was going to happen. She was planning on it. She knew what was going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second thing is, mm -hmm. and this is, again, for all the men and women, you know, because I joked with you and I said, man, uh, shopping. And I was like, first thing I thought it was man shopping for a man, man or no, manscaping. manscaping. Uh -huh. So as a guy, right. Mm -hmm. Keep that shit clean. Mm -hmm. And for a woman, I'm going to tell you that I have literally got to the point where we're kissing. It's good. Mm -hmm. And all that pants come down and there's an odor. Oh, I lose it. Like literally that kills it for me. I, I have a super sensitive nose. Yeah. That would and, kill it. For and again, I don't know. No, you know, I'm not, I'm not, how I'm not that, a woman, right? You know, and so and same with guys. Guys sure. can get you know, oh yeah. If yeah. I know I'm going to get mm -hmm. intimate, I'm you're going to be clean, <laughs> extra, extra, extra clean. Everything's shaved and clean. Like right. I make sure that it's going to smell wonderful. Yep. But so that's a big deal. That is a big deal, and you know, quite frankly, if you could smell it, she could too. Yeah. So <laughs> you know I wonder what I mean? if that. Like, yeah. what? I don't know. I got no answers. Like I, if I knew that, that was, shit. if I knew I that was going on, I wouldn't let you pull the pants down. Like it wouldn't be happening because I would be so self-conscious, yeah. you know, and there are obvious, you know, medical things well, that sure. could cause, you know, issues. And I think but, it's like bad breath. It is. Know it. Know yes. it. Yes. Good call. Good call. Absolutely. I, I would not let things progress if I knew that was happening because yeah. that's not fair. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, and I guess I thought the same thing. Like yeah. my mind, my mind uh -huh. was going, does she not? Did she not smell mm -hmm. this smell? Mm -hmm. Or like if she just said, hey, I'm going to go and use the restroom, which sure. I've had that happen a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, great. Yeah. Because you know, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, please. Right. Please wash that thing. No, I agree. I, <laughs> yes. And men too. Like, sure. Men too. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if I know it's going to be intimate, 
Yeah. And we've been out, we've walked around and been out. And I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to take a shower real quick. I've even done that. I'm yeah. going to take a shower real quick. Yep. And they're like, you know what? I am too. So I'll jump in the there shower. I get out, they jump in the shower. Mm-hmm. Now we know we're Nothing ready wrong to, with that. Yeah. We're ready to go. Of course, that's not a typical first date. That's well, no, but someone you're out. with. Yeah. No, I think that, I think that's a good point. Okay. So turnoffs. What mm-hmm. have you been initially maybe turned on by? And you're thinking, yeah, like this guy, I would, whatever. Has it ever all of a sudden, like, no? Yeah. Went from, I'm a, I'm, yeah. Yeah. To no. I and made, what was it? I made a consolation one time um, on smoking. Ooh. And I made the consolation because I knew that I wasn't seeking a relationship with this person. So I thought, yeah, that's not really going to impact me because I'm, you know, not looking to move in with this dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I never thought it would get there. So it was just kind of a for fun thing. And um, it did bother me. Like he had a beard and stuff too. So that it did bother me, um, especially with a beard. You can't hide that, you know, it's and it was there. cigarettes it's to be there. clear. It wasn't like just weed or whatever it was yeah so that turned me off um bad kissing has turned me off that like and when i say bad i just didn't enjoy it um and so that sucks you know like yeah i can't like i'm not into it now like and it wasn't a chemistry thing like i had chemistry but i was not into the kissing um trying to think there was another example i was going to give oh okay so then I did have sex with someone and it felt like he thought I was a porn star. Like it was like he was trying to act out like images, you know, like the legs going to go up in the air the, you know, I'm going to try all this. And I'm like, you know, you kind of get there with somebody over time and like positions and mixing it up and whatever. But it was like, he was going through his Rolodex of like stuff that he wanted, you know, like different things. And I'm like, really? Like I, uh, yeah, it was not good for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So a couple things, I guess, when we talk about good sex, um, you know, I'm hearing confidence and mm-hmm. I would imagine for the guy too, a guy mm-hmm. having confidence, knowing what he's doing is, is foreplay for most your friends, mm-hmm. you know, women is foreplay a big deal? Like I know for me it is mm-hmm. like personally, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of my friends too. Like I love giving oral. I right. love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, especially if it's clean, uh-huh. like I'm so <laughs> down for that. Sure. So down for that and prefer it I, I, for me as a guy, I really, unless, you know, when you're married for 25 years, sure. you do have those quickies, Sure. but not, you know, in this, the stage of life I'm in now, no, I want to, I want to touch and kiss. No, I think in general, I think in general, women feel the same way on that topic. I I have a friend who, if, if the man does not give oral, she's like, I'll give him like one more chance, but like, that's her thing, you know, and she's, it's an expectation. Um, so yeah, I think, I think men and women in general, like you know, enjoy all the same stuff. And I don't think that it's wrong to do that. Or like, I don't have hard and fast rules. Like if you don't do that, then I'm out. But my friend does like, she's very, yeah. Now to your friends, when Mm -hmm. we talk about like oral sex, Mm -hmm. I know for me, again, I I reference myself because I I don't know what everybody else is thinking. I don't like to ask for things. 
Uh, so, yeah. Like if I've that gone out with someone multiple women times, off. I'm like, I will tell you, like, okay, I don't want to have to ask. Would yeah. you give me a blowjob? Right, I don't right. want to ask. I want you to want yes. to do it. And that's something you can talk through in a relationship. Like, I really love that when you do that. And I, I, you know, more would be better, you know, but like when you're first with somebody, the last thing I think, in my opinion, that you should do is Hey, how about you go down? You know what I mean? <laughs> and and it has happened to yeah. friends of mine and it pisses them off yeah. because they're like, well, that's kind of fucking selfish, you know? Yeah, it's like, tell me you love me. Like, yeah, I no. Don't want that. Uh -uh. I want you to tell me you yeah, love me. Yeah, and your don't own. you want someone to want to do that for you and not have to tell them to, that's you know? That's just it. So, I don't want sympathy blowjobs. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I will say that that example came, you know, at, in the morning. Um, which she was primed for sex in the morning and they had had sex the night before, which included oral and all of that. But she didn't, he didn't reciprocate. And then he asked for it first thing in the morning. And she was like, motherfucker, like I gave you the blowjob of your life last night. And then you wake up. I mean, I get it. You're asking for that, but how about like, what's in it for me? Yeah. You know? So <laughs> just something to keep in mind. I think mutually beneficial. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to seem selfish in bed, you yeah. know? So yeah, I think that's an important takeaway. Um, all right. So let's move on to um, a good date. Uh, one of the things I think that, that I have learned is not to give out too much too quick. I, I, early on, when I first got divorced, I mean, I was going dinner dates and I'd bring flowers on the first date. And, and I was like, <laughs> you're okay, a relationship person. And I like that's sweet. You but yeah, I, you learn. Yes, yeah. and here's what's funny that you say that. Mm -hmm. I, I literally learned this last week because mm -hmm. I told this to somebody. Because I, I apologize for how I was coming on to this person. Um, not because I did anything wrong, bad. Sure, just, you were I, enthusiastic. I was, I, yeah, it was like flowers uh -huh. and gifts. I was yeah. very much like that. Uh -huh. And I said, I said, you know what? I said, here's my problem. I realize I don't know how to date. I only know how to love. Yeah, I get that. And I, when I said it, I was like, Ooh, that was fucking good because that was my it problem. Is good. I don't know how to date. Mm -hmm. But if I, I was married for 25 years. Yeah. So my, ex, you know she how loved to... my love letters. She loved sure. my flowers. She loved all the creative wild shit I did we were married. She knew me. She knew my heart. She knew what I was like. It was all good. Right. I'm meeting these women. They don't know me. Yeah. They think that, you know, I look like a player. My look is very not who I am, but whatever that, that I come across as, Oh, he's playing really, me. Or, he's yeah. trying to sweep me off my yep. feet. He just wants to I can't to trust fuck this. Me. Right. I can't uh -huh. trust this. He's, uh -huh. he's smooth. I had a mm -hmm. woman tell me, she goes, you're really smooth. I'm like, for God's sakes, I'm, you're genuine. This yeah. is just who I mm -hmm. am. Yeah, it's an unfair categorization. But I have a similar female perspective on this that cracks my friends up. And I've learned some lessons similar to you. You buy flowers or gifts and probably write nice notes. Guess what I do? What's that? I bake. Oh, I'm a baker. And my friends have joked before. Is he cookie worthy? Because I have Fucking taken cookies to See, dates. That's adorable. Yeah, but I mean, I also have given them to men that I don't really want to date. And I've, I mean, like, those are oh, some yeah. of my early screw ups. Is I'm just, yeah. not, I just like to do things for people. And I do show yeah. my love with food. I'm, and I've cooked a lot for men. <laughs> and I, it's my thing. Um, so I get it. It's my heart too, you yeah. know? And if it's because I just really think somebody's nice. Well, yeah. it, I probably shouldn't be doing those things anymore because yeah. I have learned that it does definitely yeah. make people think that. Sure. But for the men that I have liked, I've absolutely done things like that and not 
been reciprocated or they think I'm fucking crazy for it. Aww. So, and I think it, it make I think that it was perceived like, oh, you, you're like, you want to be my wife or you want to be, you know what I mean? Like you're <laughs> here you are with a fancy, cause I package it up pretty and everything. And that I do that for lots of people in my life, you sure. know, but you don't know me. We well, brought your cookies point. to all the guys. Me yeah. I brought cookies deal. to your house. Yeah. See, I like you. They were awesome. That's a sign yeah. that I, I mean, I, I appreciate you sure. and I like you. And so I'm going to gift you with something that means something to me, yeah. you know, but to your point, just like your flowers were a sign of affection or a show that you were interested it was perceived differently. So yeah. I don't think men perceive me as being smooth by any stretch. I think they perceive me as either being needy, trying too hard, looking for a relationship that's that they don't want right. or whatever. And it's not always perceived that way. Plenty of men that I've given them to are just appreciative and say thanks, you sure. know, but it can go. Yeah, it's I've sure. dealt in similar things. And I think that it's. Um, you know, it's maybe a side effect of having a big heart and, yeah. you know, so I'm not going to apologize for that and you shouldn't either. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, so when, when a guy, when you go on a date, do you, do you do like coffee? Like what do you, what's your, what's your kind of thing or what you and your girlfriends do? Um, yeah. On a first date, like first date. I like happy hour. Um, and I like that because I work during the day. Coffee is not always great for me and I don't really want to get together for coffee at five o'clock or whatever. Right. And the weekends, I don't normally do first dates on the weekends. Okay. So I like, you know, like a Thursday night happy hour, Wednesday night happy hour, just meet for a drink. If it goes exceedingly well, you can stretch it out to dinner. You can hang out longer, you know, right. um, and if it doesn't go well, you can bail and say, you got to make dinner for your kid and go home, yeah. you know? So that's huh. what I like. And I like having a, a you know, a drink or whatever and kind of Loosen, yeah. yeah, just kind of, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. That's fun. So by, if, if the first date goes well, mm -hmm. so happy hour goes well, if there's going to be a second date, do you expect, do you have expectations like, or like, would you be cool to do another happy hour? Yeah. Oh, to totally. I would, I would totally be down to do more of the same. So it doesn't need to necessarily graduate up. No. No, I don't expect a progression necessarily. And I don't read too much into what the activity is or what, where we go or anything like that. Um, you know, and that being said, I do think it's cool. Like if somebody said, here's some good date ideas. Like I've had this thrown out to me. I've gone to a dive bar for like a second date and oh, fucking loved it. Like yeah. let's drink beer and sit on a patio and, and see interesting people. Like yeah. that's fun or listen to music or whatever. Um, I've done that. I've had it offered and it never happened, but I loved this idea. It was like, let's go down to like Southwest Boulevard and try all the taco joints. Let's, oh, you know, fun. that's a yeah. great idea. Um, things like that, like I think are cool. And I do, I'm kind of a foodie and I do like restaurants and dining out and things like that. So if it is a date, a dinner date, I love it when the guy does pick a cool spot. Like sure. it doesn't have to be fancy, but a good food spot because anybody who dates me knows I like to eat and I like food and I have an appreciation. So if somebody asks me out for a second date or whatever, they're going to know that I sure. like food. And so if they throw out a good restaurant, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that place, you okay. know, or whatever. Or brunch. Brunch is a good date. Oh, I love brunch. Yeah. Brunch is fun. So on a second date is, uh, uh, not a hand holding like all the way around mm -hmm. the world, but if it's a second date, you're into him, he's into you. Mm -hmm. If he grabs your hand or touches your leg, I or, love that. Is that all good? Yeah, I love that. I mean, it, you know, everyone wants affirmation that 
things are going well and that you're on the same page. So if you know things are going well and you can read a person, yeah, because I, I, there's one guy in particular that I really liked and I just talked about going to a business meeting. That's what I felt like every time I was with him. So he was engaging. He looked in my eyes. We had really good conversation. We laughed. We were on the same page. He never tried anything. And we went on three. I kept going out with them thinking that it we there might be a spark. I don't know, you know. And I like smooched him goodnight, like a literal mwah, you know. Um, <laughs> you can't tell much from that, no. you know. And so I just kind of gave up on him over time because I'm like, he, he didn't flirt with me. And then my girlfriends said to me, well, did you flirt with him? And I'm like, I guess I could take some responsibility. I mean, I thought I did, yeah. you know, because we within conversation would touch each other's shoulders or leg sure. or whatever, you know. Um, but it's not like I I'm not very verbal in any sense. Like, sure. um, so I don't say flirty things until they're said to me. I, right. I, I'm a follower. I'm, sure. I'm not a leader when right. it comes to like, you reciprocate. Um, I, words, yeah, it, it, yeah. Yeah. But I, I like a man to be the aggressor. And so I wait, you know, until yeah. it happens. So, um, yeah, I'm old fashioned. I mean, you talked mm -hmm. about being old fashioned. I'm old fashioned. Well, of course I'm 52. So I'm clearly, uh, I'm young, but I'm old fashioned. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I have no problem chasing. I have no problem going in for the kiss, mm -hmm. grabbing for the hand. Like I have no problem with any of that stuff. I think some guys can struggle with being I able to read, so. read the room. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's weird. It's some women I've been able to read. I can tell they want to kiss too. Like I can right. just tell Yeah. But there's been times I've leaned in for a kiss and just the way they kissed, I was like, yeah, the tongue's staying in my mouth. Like, yeah, the not I'm not going out. for it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to go for this because I don't want that rejection. Right. Because the just the initial kiss. Uh -huh. But the, again, I've been able to read it when I'm coming in for the kiss. I'm like, oh, she's I can see, wanting this. Yeah. And, and I think any guy that I have gone out with that I have made out with or whatever definitely knew that I that I wanted that to happen or I have been the first to kiss a guy. Right. So I can be aggressive right. if I want to be or assertive sure. or whatever. And I love that uh -huh. I mean, because I'm a very assertive person. Mm -hmm. Um and so when women, when there was clearly a connection, yeah. and I didn't have the opportunity to go in for it first. And they do. And she did. That, yeah. again, very, I thought, man, she's confident. Yeah. That is a turn on. Sure. So um, I'll I'll give a tip for any ladies out there listening. This is something just that. Just the tip, Stacey. Just the tip. <laughs> That was a good one. That was a good one. So uh, something that I learned to do at the end of a first date when I know that I'm not attracted and I'm not interested in going on a second date, um, if they walk me to my car, which most men are pretty gentlemanly and want to walk you out at least to the sidewalk or, you know, whatever, sure. um, I do this. <laughs> I say, it was really nice meeting you, whatever. We finish the conversation and then I say, let me give you a hug. And I reach up and hug them, but turn my head so that they don't have to fucking wonder if they're going to kiss me or not. I just say it. And they're always like, oh, yeah, you know. And I have found that it eases the tension and I don't have to worry and That's I don't good. have to half-ass a kiss that I don't want or accept a kiss that I don't want um, or go there with a guy I'm not attracted to. Yeah. So it diffuses everything. And I'm fucking happy to say it because yeah. I'm like, I know exactly how I'm going <laughs> to handle this. <laughs> so... Now we're talking about dates, good dates, all these things, money. 
-hmm. when it comes to, again, I'm old fashioned. Mm -hmm. So I feel if we're on a date, I'm going to pay. Mm -hmm. Now I've had women offer to pay mm -hmm. and, and just depending on how I feel mm -hmm. ab about whatever, like, to be honest with you, if I wasn't, I don't know. I just try to read how she's doing it. Uh -huh. If she's just doing it to be polite, sure. What you know what I mean? I get, I, I get I, what or you're she's saying. genuinely like, no, I want to split this. Uh -huh. It's like I'm cool, whatever. Sure. It's and hard I'm, to I'm, know the right I, thing yeah, to do. It's sometimes. hard to. Uh -huh. I would rather err on the side of I got it. Mm -hmm. um, now, if I show up early, especially if it's coffee date, if mm -hmm. I show up early and I get my coffee, mm -hmm. I'll just sit and when they show up, I'm you know. Yeah. Like go get your drink. They get their coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, well, this yeah. Is coffee thing. I, right. I, I don't feel obligated. Right. If we show up at the same time, mm -hmm. I'm You're usually like, yeah, go ahead. Order. Like, yeah. yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know guys stress over this. I'm trying to think of, do I, I don't think I really stress over this except for the fact of, you know, <laughs> I go on quite a few dates. Yeah. That's why I like, you know, you coffee. Talk about happy yeah. the reason I like coffee mm -hmm. is you're talking about, yeah, you know, minimal investment. Right. Yeah, I, I get go to that. happy hour. Right. You know, I did happy hour one time, and, you could and spend she had seven beers. Holy. Yeah. And yeah. So I was like, yeah, like this isn't. I can't. No, do, I feel. I can't you. do five dates this week doing happy hour. Right. 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 Um. No, I totally see your. I point. mean, do you offer to to pay at all, or are you pretty much? Like, I offer every time. Okay. Um. So on first dates. I have a very big appreciation for the men paying for it. Good. Um, so if they say, you know, just get out their card or whatever, and I say, I'm happy to split this with you. That's what I always say. I'm happy because yep. I am. Sure. I'm happy to split this with you. But in the back of my mind, quite honestly, I am thinking, you asked me, you, you chose the place. We're here together. I really have a fond appreciation for the man being chivalrous, chivalrous and pain yeah. on the first date. Now, if you end up in a dating relationship, I, you try to find some balance there and split sure. things along the way. I cook for a lot of, you know, sure. boyfriends that I've had things like that. So you, you figure out, you know, that sure. those dynamics later, but a first date in particular, Good. I really love it when the man pays and does not allow me to split. Good. See, did you hear that man? Listen up. See, because I, I don't I, know if everyone's like that, that, but that's I, how I am. I mm -hmm. teach that. I think that it's important uh, and again, that's why I always say mm -hmm. happy hour or a coffee date. Keep it minimal. Don't don't go to Capitol Grill right. on a first date right. uh, uh, unless you just have that kind of money and you can drop you know sure. two hundred bucks at a at a first date. Fine, then go ahead. I have had many experiences um, in at this age of being single uh, where I have paid more than the man over the course of time. Interesting. And it doesn't feel good for me and my girlfriends really disapprove. Yeah. And I am generous. And, you know, for the most part, I could afford, you know, whatever we're sure. doing or whatever. So I throw it out there. I, you want me to get it or I got it or whatever. And there have been a couple of men who repeatedly let me Without hesitation, just take full tabs over and over and over again. Really? So then I start oh, questioning see, myself. Good. I start questioning my, well, first of all, yeah. I mean, it's not a good yeah. sign. I don't think, I don't think either way. I hope way, guys are listening to this. You know? Taking notes. But I think part of it is because I, I am confident and I am a professional and all these things. So 
I, in my early dating, would say, like, I'm really proud of where I'm at right now. I bought a townhouse. I do this, you know, and I have a great job as a pharmaceutical rep and whatever. And then they take that as, oh, she's fucking rich and I'm going to let her pay for everything. Yeah. All right. So, Stacy. Yes. One of the things that we, you and I have talked about this quite a bit, and I've talked about this with my buddies. When we talk about beauty, connection, chemistry, attraction, all these things, mm-hmm. I, I think beauty needs to be put to the side because it's very, is it subjective it's or objective? Subjective, yeah. Yes. It's very like uh-huh. what I think is pretty and what someone else is going to think is pretty. I mean, I've had guys go, dude, look at my girlfriend. Isn't she hot? I'm like, mm. well, yeah, you think so. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's all that matters. I mean, yeah. And, and that's, yeah. that is all that matters. Mm-hmm. That is truly all that matters. Right. And you're either attracted to someone or you're not. Yes. And it and it's not necessarily like I've even had people. Why are you not attracted to her? She's beautiful. And I'm she like, might be. Yeah. I'm like I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know why. There's just not that thing there. It. And so I think I don't know if we can quantify that. But is that something that's important to you? As a do you need to look at someone and and yes. So I've gotten to the point like. I tried to do Bumble a second go around for a hot minute. So my book and every and the a lot of my podcast material and everything's coming. It's all derived from eight months on Bumble. Now, I've met men in different ways since then and sure. all of that. But I tried to get back on Bumble and I'm too fucking busy with... <laughs> with my pursuing my passions right now podcast on singleness yes it's true (laughs) and so i like took myself back off um i i did connect with one guy that i that i do think you know i'd like to go out with at some point but um but this go around i'm like i get it now there's no fucking way i'm swiping right unless i'm excited If I'm not excited, if I have to convince myself that there's something about him that I could make work, I'm not swiping on him. And that's where I'm at now. Now, early on, I don't think I would advise that. I mean, like when I was first dating, I needed to date a spectrum of men and um, and learn. You know, well, now I kind of know, you know, what it takes and what I'm into. It also doesn't mean that if I met one of those men that I saw on Bumble and didn't swipe that I wouldn't be attracted to them because sure. I there's much more to be said about being in the presence of someone to really know. Ooh, that's an interesting point. Mm-hmm. I have said this before that there are people that I would meet in person that I would swipe right on. Uh-huh. But I swiped left on them on based date. upon the picture I was seeing. Oh yeah. Oh totally. Does that makes sense. It goes. Yeah. I think. I think. Um. I've experienced that in both directions. Right. Like. So I have agreed to go out with you know a mutual friend or someone that a matchmaker has set me up with, knowing full well if I had seen their face or their pictures on Bumble, I never would have swiped on them. And I've had good experiences. And then. Likewise, I have thought, oh, wow, you know, and then nothing comes of it. Yeah. Although I will say, uh, yeah, I've had only a couple probably where I thought the chemistry and attraction would be there and it just wasn't. Sure. And I know, so through an, a dating app, you're unable to pick up on someone's mannerisms, mm-hmm. their humor, all these things. Mm-hmm. I noticed that there have most likely, I mean, I, I'm assuming, but I would say this is probably true, that there are women that. When I'm around them, I see them talking to other people. I see them talk to me. The engagement, I'm like, they, they're they attractive to me. Yes. But if I was just to see their face and that's it, right. I'd be like, eh, I, I don't know. I, you know, I might just swipe left. I don't know. 
but because of their whole person. Yes. So it makes them more attractive. It, yes. The way they carry themselves, yes. the way they speak to other people, how much they smile. Yeah. That's a big deal, yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, the energy that they give out, the tone of their voice, yeah. how they talk. See, um, I, yeah, I've had much better luck when I meet yeah. people in person. Agreed. It's much better for me. Than Thank God we're getting out more now. Thank God. Um, I think so, too. And I will say that for me personally, an important component of being attracted to someone is humor. Yeah. I've had a handful of boyfriends in my life that were not particularly, you know, strikingly handsome, but they were witty. They were smart. They were funny, sure. charismatic. All of those things go a long way with me. And that's something you don't know until yeah. you meet someone. Yep. So that's why I try to be more open-minded. You Are know? you pretty quick to want when you match with someone, mm -hmm. when you connect, you want to meet them in person? Yeah. Uh, that's why we're on here. Right. I don't need like another person to text with. I'm fucking busy. 100%. So yeah, I, I usually give my number out right away. Um, and if the guy doesn't ask me out, I'm like, okay, doke. I mean, I don't know what you're oh. doing on Bumble, but I'm here to date, yep. you know? So I, I do expect the ask pretty quickly. Um, otherwise why would I swipe on him? Yeah. You know, that's why I took myself back off Bumble because I'm like, I can't. Like now is not the time for me to do this. So uh, why am I'm I too busy doing here? podcasts on yeah, dating to date? Damn it. That's exactly right. You I know, gotta, the, I gotta... I've found Bumble, speaking of dating, uh -huh. apps, like I've tried them all. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of them are a shit show. All of them are a shit show to some degree from a guy's perspective. So many fakes and only fans, mm -hmm. which no judgment do you, but it's like, I'm not looking. Right. I don't do only fans. Right. I've never subscribed. I never will subscribe. Mm -hmm. I'm just not into that. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like, this is a dating app. I'm like, can you just, can you promote somewhere else, right. you know, rather than here anyway, but Bumble, I've really, I just literally signed up for Bumble the other day. I was like, oh. I'm just going to try yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I got a date tonight yeah. from it. I mean, it's the it's only really app good. I've ever used. Oh, fascinating. And I will say, I think I opened Tinder for 10 minutes and was like, oh God, no, Hell no. I can't do it. <laughs> um, and I remember from a decade ago when I did match.com, it was kind of the same thing. So the problem is there's a lot of options, right? And when your phone blows up, like the minute the new girl shows up or whatever on those apps, it's very overwhelming and it freaks me out and I can't do it. So on Bumble, I, when I have been on Bumble, I've paid for the premium service. And the reason that I pay for the premium service is because I overanalyze everything and it's too much pressure to just see a guy's face and immediately decide, am I going to go right, you know, swipe right or left? When you pay for the service, you can see the men who have swiped on you. Oh. So when I see the men who have swiped on me, I can look them up. I can see if we have friends in common on Facebook. I can see if they're on LinkedIn. I can see if they have an Instagram account. I can get a broader view of who they are and make a better decision. And now in saying that, I also don't look down upon a guy who's not active on social media. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't. I know a lot of people sure. aren't and I'm I totally get it. it. And in the same breath, I will tell you now that I'm doing all of this, I have absolutely been judged for it. And told so and and not um, gone on you. dates with people. Thank you. Well, we're kind of in the same business, but yeah. So um, so that's why I do Bumble, because it puts me in control of 
the amount of communication that I deal with at once and kind of the decision making process. Sure. It it just kind of hones in a little bit more. And I mean, maybe there's something to it that I, I would expect a fair amount if I swipe on them. They've already swiped on me. So better odds that, you know, we really are a match. It doesn't always work that way. I have, yeah. I say I've fretted over men. I have fretted over swiping on men, spent a good amount of time, made consolations in my own head. Like, well, I mean, I don't really think I'd be into him, but let's just see. Sure. And all for him to just like unmatch and go away, you know? So <laughs> yeah. that's a good lesson to learn too, sure. you know? Don't put too much time into, you know, the consideration. Yes. Sometimes you just have to go for it. Yeah. Well, and definitely keep being you, keep doing you. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the one thing that I've learned about this particular business is there's a lot of naysayers, a lot of trolls out there. A lot yeah. of, you know, people have opinions about me and all that I'm doing and, you know, whatever, just trying to get attention. And it's like, no, I'm passionate about what I'm doing mm -hmm. and that's okay. You have an opinion. That's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but just keep going. Just thank you. Yeah. Don't let anybody yeah. ever like, I don't care what they say. Right. You just keep doing you, keep following peace and, mm -hmm. and getting yourself out there. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm in full support of what you're doing. Thanks. Okay, so uh, attraction, I know that, that that's probably, that's, I don't even know if there's really much to say about that. It's just either there or it's not there. You know, um, I, I mean, I think the whole confidence thing, but I like a guy with a little game that doesn't turn me off. Like I no. like a good flirt. I like someone assertive. Like a funny I pick up line. That yeah. Kind of, oh, okay. Lainey's dad. I tell people all the time, the worst pickup line you've ever heard, but it was funny, yeah. you know, and I, I fell for him. Yeah. Um, we kind of talked about this before we were on air. I like a guy who smells good. Yeah. You know, I'm writing a book about all my dates on Bumble. Um, no one has smelled bad, by the way. But, sure. you know, like I like cologne. It does something for me. Yeah. It really does. And I I mean, you wouldn't want to be overpowering or whatever, but I like it. Yeah. The guys that smelled like nothing, I was kind of like, he smells like nothing. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, I love cologne. I think it's a turn on. Um you know, the way a guy dresses, the way the guy carries himself, it, it all Style, is part of his like stuff. game. I like a game. I mean, like, no, I don't like to play games, but I like a guy that has, you know, a little sex appeal and brings yeah. brings a little bit of that um, forwardness yeah. to me. I, I enjoy that. Like, yeah. if I'm going to get myself all dolled up and put perfume and heels on, like, it's nice to have a guy that does something similar. Yeah. yeah. I had, so I was at Zocalo over here on the plaza and I was hanging out with, with a buddy of mine. And I got up to go to the bathroom. And when I came back out, there was two women that was talking. talking oh, to yeah. And when I got back around, they go like, there he is. And they go, and he goes, yeah, these two girls, when you got up to go to the bathroom, came over here to go, who's Who the sexy he? pirate guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I'm like, and I was so flattered. I'm like, I, go, I look like a sexy, sexy pirate. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you literally have a vibe of sexy. And I'm like. Oh. Okay. I'm like, all right. So yeah. I'm like, should I quit talking to kind of maintain that right. mysterious vibe? <laughs> as soon as I start talking and being jovial, I'm like, does the sexiness go, go away? away? How do I keep this sexy thing going on? I love that. Oh my God. Um, all right. Beauty is in the eye of the holder, of course. Um, but chemistry, what, what's the difference between attraction oh. And what's chemistry? Chemistry mean? is that spark that you just can't deny and you can't make it up and you can't force it, you yeah. know, and it's so beautiful when it happens. It and is. unfortunately, it hasn't happened for me that much. <laughs> it's so sad. Um, and I've tried to force it. Yeah. I've had yeah, relationships. Yeah, they have chemistry towards you, but you're yeah. like trying to make it up.
Oh, I mean, in retrospect, I've looked back on several relationships in my life and thought, holy shit, like I was drinking to make that work. You know, the more I, I mean, drink, the better you look yeah, and the more chemistry, the less I cared. Yeah. Um. So I, I do. I think it's just that that you just can't explain it and you can't deny it. And it's just there or it's not. I mean, I try. I've tried. I you know, everybody says that it can develop over time and it probably can, but I don't know for me, I, whenever I have gone on second and third dates, trying to be open to it, it just doesn't, hasn't happened. Yeah. I usually know pretty quickly. And I'll tell you during COVID, I could tell for the most part, if there was chemistry through FaceTiming. Oh, really? Yeah, because you can see mannerisms sure. and you can get a good feel for a person's personality. I will tell you what was really easy to see were the guys I did not think I had chemistry with. Like there were a couple of undeniable. There's, like, no, there's way no way I don't want to meet this guy. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. like really surprising, like um, not that surprising, though, when you think about it, like sometimes people are really witty, really smart, really cute in text messages with words, yeah. and with their words. And then you meet them in person and they don't sound that way at all. Yeah. They don't communicate verbally that way. Yeah. And I've had that happen several times Yeah, where I've been disappointed, you know, that they, that they didn't sound the same as they texted. Sure. And through FaceTime, I weeded some of those guys out. <laughs> <laughs> so what were some of the, when you say disappointment mm -hmm. for you, when you were doing the online dating, mm -hmm. what were those things that, that turned out to be disappointments? Meaning mm -hmm. like was someone not matching their profile pictures or. I have not experienced a lot of the catfish type um, of activity. And I, again, I think it's because I do my homework and I look them up in multiple places. Um, I have recognized some catfishes and not gone out with them, meaning especially men who lie about their age. And it's not because I found out that they're older. It's because they're being deceptive. Yeah. And, it, you know, that's never okay. Well, if you're going to lie about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, no, that's not all right. I can see what year you graduated college. That makes you 10 years older than you're saying you, you are. Like, who yeah. are you? Yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. Um, things like that. Um, one of the examples is I, I met this guy on Bumble and we texted a lot and he was so charming and so cute. And he, he would... He would say like, I don't know, just adorable things and like had all these little names for me. And Aww. I just thought it was so cute. <laughs> and then in person, none of that. Like there was no like really? affectionate cutesy talk. There was like, I don't know if he was, I hate it when people say this, like a little intimidated in person yeah, or yeah, yeah, but it just didn't carry through. So that spark that I was feeling every time I read those words, oh, he called me darling today. It was so cute. Yeah. You know, in person, he didn't do that. And yeah. so I was like, uh, that was what I was liking about him. You yeah. know, when I felt intimidated, um, which is not very often just because mm -hmm. I'm, you know, yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, but the times that I have felt intimidated, I get more confident. I think that I, in other words, is a testimony I, to who you are, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's but, well, more confident meaning you overcompensate. <laughs> yes, I think I I try to act like I'm more. I secure. see you and I match you, and then I, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go up a level. Uh -huh. Like yeah, I've just I had a recent encounter. I see recently uh -huh. in the last few yeah. months where. 
I found this person uh, very attractive, mm-hmm. appealing. There was something about him that I was really kind of into. Mm-hmm. So it's like I became honestly not cocky, and maybe that's not the word, but maybe, maybe, like yeah. I think I came yeah. across like a little bit cocky, uh-huh. and it Which was really all no, that's not, not me. No, uh-huh. it's not me. But it was it was my like, hey, I'm as good looking as you are good mm-hmm. looking, mm-hmm. and and the reality is, it, it, what's I'm learning is like. Well, one, I don't think I'm ugly. Like I just right. I don't look in the mirror and think I'm ugly. Right. You I don't have good self confidence. Right. Yeah. Healthy, I'm, I'm, I'm a healthy yeah, self image. Yes. Self image. Uh-huh. I don't think I'm better looking. I don't think I'm less looking. Right. You know than anyone. Right. So, but I think I was slightly intimidated and a little insecure. Mm-hmm. So I tried to overcompensate I get by that. being this cocky. Like I know I'm good looking. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm and like, we look good together. A, by yeah, the way, like, uh-huh. Simon, well, this Timmy, like just. Be cool, dude. Yeah. No, I I totally can see how that could happen. And I I'm as you're saying those words, I'm thinking back on a guy or two that I may have behaved that way too. Like yeah. I see you, I match you, and yeah. we're gonna be like power couple, you know? Like That's we're gonna right. be something awesome together. Yeah. yeah. People are gonna turn their heads when we walk. That's by, right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. our final little 15 minutes here. Um, because you and I share this, I think on, in our time frame, mm-hmm. roughly. Uh, for me, it's two years, two years ago, May. So just a little over two years now mm-hmm. that I'm, you know, moved out, mm-hmm. get divorced. Um, dating challenges immediately after divorce. So, you know, there's all these different thoughts, you know, that you should wait one month for every year, all these different things. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. now as a single guy, I'm like, fuck all that I shit. Agree. Mm-hmm. You date when you're ready. Clearly, if you are listening to this podcast and you're recently divorced or separated, I, I think, you know, have fun, whatever, right. but you need to deal with your heart. I, I really feel it's, a process. it's critically important. Mm-hmm. It took me a year. Now I had fun. Sure. I mean, as soon as I moved out and became single, I was having fun, but my heart was off limits and I was doing, I was going to therapy. I was reading books. I mean, I was mm-hmm. dealing with my heart. Mm-hmm. I had my little rebound thing, but both of us knew she was just divorced. Sure. I was just divorced. We knew it was just a sex a paid. Mm-hmm. And so we both talked about it and recognized it. But that was in my first year. Now, as the, you know, the second year, mm-hmm. I find like, oh, okay, my heart's more healed. I'm more available. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to get married this weekend. You've had some experiences. Yep, yep, you kind of know what yes. you're looking for. Yep. Uh-huh. So when you first got out of the, you know, when you got divorced, uh-huh. what was kind of your steps for healing, for growth, mm-hmm. for, you know, yeah. Not just throwing yourself back out there when you're, you know, we're all damaged to a certain extent. Sure. You know what I mean, throwing yourself out there when you are not ready. I, yeah. But you think you are. Oh, sure. I mean, and everyone, you know, has their own journey. <laughs> um, I, I fell right into a rebound relationship with a guy that I had known my whole life. Um, okay. So it was somewhat safe. It was, I, I felt incredibly safe. That was what I was most drawn to. Um, I talk about it on my rebound episode. I thought God, you know, was like, Stacy, you've had a rough time. (laughs) Romance has not been your friend. I am going to gift you with your childhood friend and everything will make sense now, you know, shining down a light. (laughs) Um, and I, I gave, um, my friend in innate trust. 
You and know? lots of cookies. And lots of cookies. Oh, you better believe. Um, oh, not just that cookie. I cooked I a mean, lot. cookies. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true, too. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of meals were cooked. A lot of baked goods were consumed, um, for sure. So I went through my rebound with him. I recognized throughout the course of the rebound um, the healthy and the unhealthy aspects. I talked about it with my mom, my daughter my friends. I acknowledged my learning. I absolutely, to your point, was still reading books, was therapy, you know, um, consuming myself with kind of that self-exploration that you should do, you know, after something traumatic, after, you know, alone time, you have the gift of more time to yourself to work on yourself. And I, I had been doing that for the past year anyway, and I didn't stop, you know. Um, once I broke things off with that relationship and became single. Um, I didn't wait that long before putting myself on Bumble. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I dated when I wasn't ready to date. So that was pretty clear to some of the guys I went out with early um, that, you know, even though I said that I was ready, you know, a couple of them knew better and were like, yeah, I mean, no, you're not really there yet. Um, but I was kind of gaining that experience of, of, you know, dating. And then I started, I kind of changed up my strategy after a few months and was like, I need to have fun. I need to do the sow your wild oats thing and all that. So I did that for a while and that's all in the book and that's the good stuff, right? That's fun. <laughs> yeah. um, unfortunately for me as a woman, a lot of the times the guys felt bad about it. And so either things never happened, like like they would break things off before we would get to sex or spending a weekend or going somewhere together or something, or it would happen. And then they, I cannot tell you, I think I've gotten, I don't know, maybe three, like, you're such a good person. Like this, I don't think I'm your guy. Like, like oh, they, they thought, you know, they were doing something wrong because this wasn't going to be a relationship. Little did they know I was fine with just, yeah. you know, kind of a, I hate to say like friends with benefits or what I was just having fun, yeah. you know, exploring things and just seeing what it was like for the moment. So it hasn't been until like the last eight or nine months that I'm back to just working on me again. I've literally been alone. I've been alone for months at a time with no one texting me. So when you're single, I mean, we're both two years out, your phone's if you want it to be is blowing up all the time. You're texting lots of people. You're going on lots of dates. And I've done that. And in recent months, I got none of that going on. You yeah. know, now that I'm doing the podcast, I will say I've got a lot of DMs. Sure. I can't keep sure, up with sure. the DMs. But <laughs> um, but I look at that as friends too, you sure. know. Um, so networking, making connections. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that that's what the men look at it as, but that's what I look at sure. it as, you know. So in this time now of being alone with no real prospects, not going on dates. It's it's a great opportunity to learn about yourself. And yeah. would I be productive and successful in what I'm doing right now if I was caught up, you know, out on dates? I wouldn't have time to have launch parties. That's I wouldn't right. have time to from, you, you know, promote here. the podcast. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so I'm grateful for it and happy. I'm so happy. And 
if you had told me, Stacy, you're going to be, you know, without a boyfriend or like any real prospects for like eight or nine months, I'd be like, dude, that is not me. Like I'm a relationship person. I want to be with someone. I like the excitement of meeting people and all of that. But now that I've separated myself from that and truly given myself the time to just be alone, I'm like, some guy out there is going to have to be really fucking dynamic and yep. awesome and cool to come into my world and add to it because yeah. I'm good over here, yeah. you know, and that's a great place to be. It is. That's that as a guy. So I, uh, when women say, well, I don't need a man, when they say it that's like different. that, that's different. Mm -hmm. But when they're like, no, I'm good alone. I'm happy. Uh, -huh. uh That for me is a turn on because for me, I think it even in my profile, a mumble, it says, I'm a happy guy. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a happy girl. Maybe we can be happy get together. I love that. Meaning like, listen, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not doing this because I need it. Yep. I would like it. I mean, like, I like it. People always ask me all the time. Did you, you know, did you enjoy being married? Well, yes. Right. I, honestly, like single versus married. I'm out of time in my life right now. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. But I liked being married. Me too. I liked loving someone. Me too. I liked being loved. Mm -hmm. Um, but but I'm okay. Like it's, sure. it's like genuinely I'm good, you know? Oh, and I, I want that. I mean, if some great, you know, funny, charismatic, cute guy came into my life, I wouldn't be like, Hey, I'm fucking busy with a podcast. <laughs> Try me next month. You know? No. I mean, my heart is open for sure. all of it. I'm just not actively seeking it right now. And I find it overwhelming right now to, I don't think it would be that fair to someone to try to start dating because I just don't know that I have the capacity or the bandwidth to give someone the attention that they deserve. Yeah. And, you know, with that being said, I, I, you know, hopefully it's just a matter of weeks before I feel a little bit different, sure. you know? Well, you're in the beginning, you yeah. know, just the front end of this whole thing. All right. So we got one minute left. Okay. How can they get a hold of you? How can they follow your podcast? Yeah. So my podcast, if you just search any podcast directory, Apple, Spotify, anywhere for Man Shopping with Stacy, I'll pop right up. Um, by the time you hear this, I should have like six episodes out. So there's Sweet. some content there. Instagram, I'm trying to grow and I do share all of my transparent stories. I blog a lot. I share a lot of videos. Um, and then from Instagram, you'll find my website and, you know, YouTube and Pinterest and all that. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank well, you. thank you so mm -hmm. much for coming on the show uh, of course i'll have you back oh it's, I, this is I, way too fun that, tonight yeah. seriously it's been mm -hmm. one of the favorite podcasts that i've done oh I love uh, that. and we just did 100 you know we've we've reached our 100 it's podcast. a big deal nobody knows how big of a deal that is. is that is huge in the podcast it is. world and, and mm -hmm. staying consistent with it you know when i first started we were well, it was just me, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I was talking about anything and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it kind of switched where I'm like, okay, let's do at least a weekly. And then I do some one-offs. Um, but yeah, honestly, yeah. The podcast that you and I did together has been one of, one of the most popular oh, and one of the ones I get the feedback from. I'm glad for that. And so, yeah. So I appreciate you coming on the show. Happy we'll to do so. We'll see you next time.